0: Welcome to the New Era of Wealth Building podcast, formerly the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago, and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product in network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages, success principles, proven personal development systems and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people and the magic and Zig's quote, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert.
1: Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I am very excited to welcome you to this special session of the New Era Wealth Creation Podcast. If if you've heard any of my content and training over the years, uh, you know that I believe that entrepreneurs should have many personal development mentors because basically everyone is teaching what the mind can conceive and believe you can achieve. And I believe you should have one personal development mentor. I've had many and have many over the years. Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Earl Nightingale, Charlie Tremendous Jones, Les Brown, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and the list really goes on and on and on. You can't get enough personal development. And what you start understanding is all self-made people, all self-made people think the same way. So that's a concept, an idea that I've taught for years. I also believe that you need one, and I'm just calling that mentor a niche mentor. If you're building an Amazon FBA store, you need one mentor teaching you how to do that. If you're flipping houses or building a network marketing team, I believe you should have one mentor Because when you're trying to follow multiple people with proven track records or just leadership titles, multiple people is a record. And more importantly, not have they just done it themselves, but who have they taught how to do it? Who specifically have they taught how to do it? And even more importantly, who have those people taught? Because this business, as it relates to network marketing, is you must be able to teach Joe how to teach Sue to teach Jim. It's about duplication. My network marketing mentor was Shackley Master Coordinator Jim Burke. Like many network marketers today, back in the day when I first started, I was looking for as much information as I could get my hands on as it related to how to build a network marketing team. As many of you you know, I got involved with the Shackley, Shackley Corporation back in 1980. I immediately started ordering massive amounts of cassette tapes, and these, these audio programs were being recorded at various regional trainings that were being held with that company all over the United States. And keep in mind, this was in the early 80s, and Shackley had already been in business 25 years before I joined. So what I quickly realized is that many of these people speaking at these events had gotten to the program early, you know, years ago and simply rode the wave. Most hadn't sponsored anybody, hadn't sponsored a new team member or created a new customer in years. Uh, they were basically in a semi retired mode, enjoying the fact that they were in the right place with the right time and they worked hard and they built something and now they're just semi-retired. And I would listen to the stories because I loved them and I would listen to the stories once, but really during this early days, I was desperate to find somebody that was in the field and currently leading and guiding, directing and building a team. Uh, There were enormous number of enjoyable, talented speakers in the Shackley when I started, but very few that really taught specific systems, skill sets, and mindset training. So it took me a while, but I finally found my mem- my mentor. His name was Jim Burke from Rapid City, South Dakota. After I, after I heard Jim, I knew that he motivated I I, I call him a truth motivator. He motivated through truth. He was different. He was in the field. He was building. And he was very motivational for me. And he wasn't what I would call a forced, hyped, rah-rah leader. He wasn't a forced, hyped, rah-rah leader. He wasn't on stage to try to get you excited. He was on stage to speak truth. And there's a huge difference as many of us saw this weekend. Uh, and as Ringo Starr said, uh, you don't have to shout or leap about. <laughs> you know, you don't have to shout or leap about, but man, if it comes natural and with level five conviction, then shout and leap, leap about all you want. But Jim, Jim Burke was legit and he taught from his personal experiences. And after hearing Jim, I rarely purchase training aud- audios from any other speaker. Uh, I have well over 200 audios cassettes from Mr. Burke. He was the one and only team-building mentor I've had in my career, and he was the best. He was in a class by himself. Jim taught me through audio cassette. He's the one that instilled in me that Your long-term income in network marketing is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed developed on your team. He taught me that we're in the leadership development business. So many of the foundational team-building philosophies I teach today, uh, I learned and put into action because of Jim Burke. I only had the opportunity to meet him twice in my entire life. And both times, it was less than five minutes. I was not part of his downline team. Less than five minutes. But I did write him a letter at one point, uh, right after we, we released our first ever generic training program, Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire. And I sent him a letter and sent him a copy of the program just to let him know the positive impact he had had on my life and my business career. And he responded and he said he loved the training program, and he actually ordered 10 sets for some of his leaders. And he also said in the letter that based upon what I shared with him and what he saw on the videos, that he felt I'd probably learn more of the philosophy he was teaching than anyone even on his entire team. And he was very, very appreciative. Unfortunately, uh, a couple years ago, uh, Jim passed away on April 7th of 2020. And with that said, podcast listeners, I know this is going to speak to a lot of you because I know a lot of you need to hear this. Uh, and it's an absolute pleasure to share with you my favorite, my number one favorite training from Mr. Burke called Break the Barrier. Now, please understand that this was a private Shackley event. It was not public. It was private. It was held for one of Jim's frontline leaders that he had personally sponsored uh, in Houston, Texas, over 40 years ago. Over 40 years ago. But the wisdom of the ages principle of breaking your income barrier, your ceiling, they call it the glass ceiling, ceiling. The con the concept that you have a glass ceiling and maybe don't even realize it, but breaking your income barrier and thinking bigger, that concept that you're getting ready to hear and many others, but that concept is important today as the night this session was recorded in Houston, Texas over 40 years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure to introduce to our podcast listeners and to my Team build, my personal team-building mentor, uh, the one and the only, Jim Burke.
2: At that time, Jim Burke had two supervisors on his recap and $2,000 a month bonus checks. Now, most of you are familiar with uh, some of his growth, but today they're number eight in shackley and bonus earnings. And and those of you that read your President Club information, they have over 170 to 175 supervisors on their recap. They're members of the President's Club for 1979, 1980, and 1981. You know, I'm often asked, uh, when do you make money in Shackley? I've been in this thing for a year and a half, and I've never made any money. When do you make money? Well, there's a lot of answers to that. Of course, I feel like you make money when you get involved, saving money on your products. your tax advantages, that's all making money. But the real way you make money in Shackley is when you have people on your recap. That's when you make money. And still, if you don't have enough people on your recap, you're not making a lot of money then, of course. But uh, I know that about $12,000 a month from five twos and ones I come from uh, in the Jim Burke organization. Something like 12000 or more per month is money that they have to uh, look for a tax shelter or something with. Uh, and then that nice that uh, you don't worry anymore about making money after that period of time? So, I know that someday Jim and Mary Jo Burke will be number one in Shackley. I know that uh, he's never said, I'm after poker's position or I'm going to be number one. Uh, it's just obvious that uh, that was his goal from, from six years ago when we met him. That's the kind of leadership we have available, we and you in our organization. And so, I'd like for you to help me give Jim Burke a warm welcome uh, all the way from Rapid City, Master Coordinator Jim Burke. This will go any place you want
3: to go. If you don't want to go too far. <laughs> I, uh, I take great pleasure in being with all of you tonight, and of course, you're very, very near, dear friends of ours. Uh, some of you I know very personally, and some I know a little bit, and some I haven't even hardly hardly met but tonight for the first time, but uh, you're all part of us, and uh, I'm going to give you some things tonight that will make you successful. Uh, six years ago, or five, actually a little over five years ago, Mary and I came to the Shackley business full-time. Uh, in these last little over five years, we have now built what I believe is the fifth or the sixth largest organization in Shackley. I, I'm not sure whether we're fifth or whether we are sixth. I can't get a couple of the people to commit to exactly where they're at at that stage. but. Uh, We are in there. It is the fifth or the sixth largest organization in Shackley, (coughs) and we will gross our first million bucks this year. So uh, we're really excited about this business, and and, uh, we really feel in our heart and in my mind that uh, we understand it. Uh, It's not by accident we've got here. It's by planning and initiative and desire and hard work and all those good things. But there's a couple more things that you need to know. And I don't care whether you win or lose, it's what you know about the game. And back a few years ago, I realized that there was reasons that people won and there was reasons that people lost. And I found out that there were some things that were very constant, that you could always count on. And these constant values, you've got to get them working for you and not against you. Now, I know I get some people that come into Shackley and they start off in this business. And they start working against the natural processes that the Creator has given us. That's one beautiful thing about the man that put us here. He is constant and he's consistent. And everything he gave us you can count on. It's there. Now, you can fight it or you can work with it. I learned a number of years ago, no use fighting it. The processes work. And there's reasons that we become successful. I do not fight the process. I'm going to teach you people tonight some things that nobody else in America has ever been taught. I'm going to show you some things that nobody else in America has ever been showing. This is a, you're going to be your unique leadership meeting tonight. You should feel very fortunate. I've spent three years on the material I'm going to give you tonight, uh, and I think it's some of the best material you can have. You should have paper and pencil. You should be, you know, I want you to copy down what I'm going to show you, uh, because this, I'm going to give you some things that, that I think are very, very important, A few years ago, you got to write down everything. If if I read off 15 numbers up here, how many think you could read them back to me, huh? You only remember, now listen, you only remember what you write down. That's how come when you've been in school, you've been taught, you had to learn to read. Because that's something, of course, you remember what you see. Now, first of all, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to start a little bit over again here, and, I, and I'm going to give you a couple things to think about, first of all. Uh, if it was 1960, and I was the president of Gulf Oil, and I called you up, and I would like to have you come work for me, uh, how much would you have to have? 1970, no, 1970 I'm sorry, am not going to use 1960. 1970? I'm the president of Gulf Oil. I call you up. And I want you to come work for me. What are you going to have to have? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what would, now, what would you have gone to work for me for in 1970? What What would you have had to have? Fifteen thousand. Okay. About twenty
4: thousand. 20, okay. About 25, Twenty-five. Okay huh
3: a hundred no I want you to come work for me I am the president I want you to come work for me will start.
4: well would you have to have <laughs>
3: 1970 what would you come work for me for 10 years ago huh 30,000 okay we need uh, I need one more
4: well, really I would say about 25 to be honest, it already there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, 1975. I call you up and I want you have to come and work for me. Uh, who had the first 15,000? What would you work for me for in 1975?
4: 25,000.
3: 25, who had this 20,000? About
4: 30? thirty.
3: 30,000. Now who had this twenty-five? 27,000. 27, now who had this thirty? Forty thousand, okay. Now who had this twenty-five? Yeah, about thirty-one. Thirty-one thousand. Okay, it's nineteen eighty. I call you up and want you come to work for me. All right, nineteen eighty. Got a good position open. How much are you come to work for me for? Thirty-five thousand, okay. Now who had this twenty thousand? Uh, Forty thousand, okay. Now who had this twenty-five thousand? Forty-two thousand. Who had this 30,000? 60.
4: 60,000,
3: okay? Who
4: had this? About 40 435. 435, okay? <laughs> <laughs> now,
3: I'll show you something. Now this is kind of interesting. You see this cluster? Huh? The biggest problem that every single person in this room has got is one thing. We think too small. Now, how in the world are you going to earn any more money in life when the only thing that's moving you along is inflation? Not one of these people ever changed their thinking. Their thinking changed constant, but inflation moved them. You see that? Now, you will never in your life Accomplish anything more than your thinking will allow you to accomplish. And I've got to establish this with you tonight. The day you came in the workforce, whatever year it was, there was a standard that year. That standard that you walked into the workforce with, you've never changed your thinking. Do you understand what I'm saying to all of you? Your thinking never changed, but inflation moved you. Now, this is an interesting point, and I'm going to make one other point because this is interesting in your Shackley business. Now, the next thing I want to move into, the other day on the Dick Cabot show, he had a Chinaman on there, big burly devil. And that Chinaman walked on the stage in front of all his audience. He carried on two large cinder blocks. And that one cinder block he said, here... And the other cinder block, he set here. When he set those two cinder blocks down on top of them, he sat two four by four posts. Do all of you know what a four by four post looks like? He sat two of them, one on top of the other one. He set them down. He stood back, and with this hand, he made a screen that would scare the devil. And he went right through those two four by four posts. How many here believe that's possible? Afterwards, Dick Cavett interviewed the man, and he made a statement that changed my life. He asked the Chinaman, how in the world did you ever do that? And the Chinaman turned around, and he looked at Dick Cavett, and he said, I was afraid of going through the floor. I was afraid of going through the floor. That changed my life that very minute, and I'll never be the same since. The Chinaman made an interesting thing there. He said, from the day that I wanted to go through the 4x4 four four post, I never saw the top of the post. I always saw where I wanted to be. And he made the statement, he said, I could go through an inch of steel with this hand because I believe it. Now, when we come into life and when we come into Shackley or when we would strike the four-by-four post, every single one of you in this room, I would bet a thousand dollars would strike the top of the post. That resistance would obviously hurt your hands and that strike would cause a very sore hand. And you might strike it once and you might get back and look at it again and you might strike it again and then the next thing you would say is I can't do it. The next thing you would say is I'm too old. Then the next thing you'd probably say is I haven't got time. Then the next thing you'd probably say is I'll never become successful anyway. The next thing you probably say is, I was born the wrong race, or the wrong religion, or the wrong sex. Whatever excuses you could mount on top of that resistance would start mounting. They usually start mounting around the age of 21. As we start stacking things on top of our problem, five Chinamen couldn't put their hands through that. Now, I want you to observe tonight what I'm beginning this whole presentation with. Whatever resistance that you've got, the resistance that you have built on top of the resistance, and on top of the resistance that's going to hold you back from ever becoming successful. The Chinaman says, if I ever strike the top of that post, I will never go through it. He says, my hand will become so sore that I'll never go through it. But he said from the day i wanted to go through the post i was concerned about going through the floor and he never saw the top of the post now we come into the shackley business and somebody in shackley named dr shackley gave us a goal of three thousand dollars worth of business to become something so we all start from zero and we come at this thing, we start to look at it, and some of us spurt out here at about 500, and we hit the top of the board and we quit. Then we stack our first load on top of it. So I haven't got time. Uh, I'm too busy, and we never get past 500 PV. You've got some people that's done that? I've had some people that's done that. Uh, some of us spurt out here to 1,000 before we start stacking our load on top of the thing. The next one may go out to 2,000, and some of us make it to 3,000. The ultimate pinnacle of success, three thousand TV. Now, do you all realize in here tonight that nobody ever stays at the top all the time? Do you know that? If you're doing three thousand TV, I'll guarantee you you're going to revert. You know why? Nobody ever stays at the top. So when you hit three thousand in a lucky month, you've reached the top of your level. That's the top of the mountain. All there is then is to go down. Why? Because of our thinking. You see, it's our thinking. There's the resistance. Here's the resistance. And so instead of being like a Chinaman and looking past the resistance, we look at the resistance, and pretty soon we're back to doing $2,000 worth of PV comfortably. Then pretty soon we're back to 1500 Then pretty soon we're back to 500 and you are a reverted supervisor. That's the cycle, guys. It's going to happen to every one of you. I'll guarantee it to you. I'll guarantee you tonight and bet you a thousand bucks. You're going to go through the cycle. Now, how many in here could do a hundred dollars PV easy? What is the difference between one hundred and three thousand? (laughs)
4: <laughs> the swimming pool business had an effect on you then. what do you think
3: what is the difference between 1,000 and 3,000 and 30,000 what you're thinking that's all it is your standard of excellence I want you to realize tonight the 3,000 is a dangerous thing. If you think 3,000, you are not going to be in this business. You're going to be an assistant supervisor because nobody ever does the top, so you're always going to end up somewhere below the top. So the first thing that you people sitting in this room tonight must realize, you must Elevate your thinking. If you can't, you will always be mediocre. And you'll be like the Chinaman who said, I never saw the top of the post and you're going to keep striking that resistance and you're never going to go through. You'll never go through. I'll guarantee you, you'll never go through it. The mind is a fantastic thing. But when you limit it, it will limit you. Now, I want you absorb something else with me this evening uh so the 3000 tv is gone forever don't ever think about it i want you to realize that your thinking is the key to your success in this business now all of you didn't know me back then but back in december of 1975 i had a christmas party with everybody all my supervisors in rhapsody we had a christmas party I had at that time 16 supervisors on my recap. I said to that group, someday I'm going to have 20 supervisors on my recap. 20 became my magical number. Okay, 20 became my standard of excellence. 20 was my top. You know, I bounced from 19 to 14 for a whole year. Oh, well, I couldn't go through. There's the top. If you put the top up there, you're not going to go through. If you put the top there, you're not going to go through. I sat there for a whole year bouncing from 1914, 1914, 1914. Well, one day I got a hold of a fellow's recap that had 50 on the recap. The first time I would ever had to view a recap with 50 on it. And I began to look at 50 and I became part of it and I began to realize and check it all out pretty soon 50 became my magical number. That was the magic, 50. Do you know I went through the 20 so easy and slipped clear up to 42? Do you know that? But 50 was my top and I bounced from 42 to 30 for well over a year. Is that interesting? I bounced right back and forth, back and forth, my mind kept coming up to that barrier and I kept coming back and I kept coming at it again and coming back. I couldn't understand why I couldn't go through 50. What, what was the big deal? I couldn't get through. See, I was like the Chinaman. I was looking at the top of the board. Well, one day I got a hold of a fellow's recap that had a hundred on it. I studied that recap, analyzed that thing, looked it over, and boy, it became real. It became real to me, a hundred. And it took me almost five months to convince my mind that I could do 100 on my recap. Do you know I went right through the 50, and it went clear up to 83. 83, man! But you know I couldn't go through the 100. I couldn't go through the 100 for the life of me. For a year and a half I sat 70 to 83. 70 to 83. I bounced back and forth. Fought the resistance. Fought the resistance. Why can't I do this? My mind shut off. Wouldn't let me go any further. That was my limitation. That was as far as I could go. So one day, I decided I wanted 200 on my recap. It took me well over six months to convince my mind that was possible. You know, only four people in the history of Shackley's ever gone through the 200 barrier. You know that? Four people. Well, I worked on it. I analyzed that thing, and the priesthood became a part of me. It went right through the hundred, went clear up to 186. Do you know I have bounced two years from 159 to 186? Know that? I have bounced back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know, Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile. You know, for three years. People came up that four minute mile barrier and they couldn't break it. You know that? Three years they tried it. In the day Roger Bannister broke it, 27 other people went through it. Because the barrier was broke. Now I realized the other day, hey guys, why not think 500, you know? <clears throat> okay? Now, I want to establish something with all of you here tonight. You're you're going to go no farther than you're thinking. I'm going to tell you that. If you're thinking 3,000, you will be a a good assistant supervisor. All right? For a while. And eventually, you will be a good distributor. And that's all the farther in life you'll ever get. Because your mind will shut off at 3,000, and then you'll end. You never want to think four to become coordinator. I did analysis a few months back, and I found out that every supervisor with four had been bouncing from one to four. Every one of them. One to four, four to one. One to four, four to one, just like a yo-yo. I found out that every key was bouncing from five to nine. There's the top. Can you ever do the top all the time? Nobody in America's ever been able to do the top all the time. So what are you going to do something more comfortable below? Fifteen for a master? Uh Uh-uh. Never worked. I'll tell you, you'll bounce from eleven to fifteen. That's the way it'll be. Maybe ten. You establish tonight, and sit down, and I want to share something else with you tonight before I move off at this thing. When I came into the Shackley business, I came into it for the rest of my life. My mom and dad had told me as a small boy growing up, whatever I selected as my life's work, to look at the people above me and did they have what I wanted. When we came to the Shackley business, we looked around and saw a lot of other people earning the type of incomes we wanted, living the way we wanted to live. We saw that and became part of us. Now if I wanted to be a great painter, the first thing I would do was buy an airplane ticket and I would fly to Italy. And I would go in and I would view the work of Michelangelo. I think he was one of the greatest painters in the world. Now you may not agree with me, you may think somebody else is great, that's fine, but I like Michelangelo's work. I think it's the epitome of success in painting. Now I've got two choices if I select painting as a career. I can fly to Italy and I can look at Michelangelo's work and I can set that standard of excellence. And would you believe that someday I probably could paint as good as Michelangelo? It's possible, isn't it? Or I could go down the street and find a little old lady that paints on Sunday when the sun's just right, and I could set my standard with her maximum capability, and do you think I'd ever get any better than her? No. I've seen so many supervisors set their standard by another supervisor. And every time they're together, they say, how are you doing? Because that's their standard of excellence. And if that's the standard you've selected tonight, I'll give you a year or two in the business. Because when they go down, you'll go down too. Now, from the very day I came into Shackley, I said to my sponsor, who has painted the finest painting in Shackley? Well, Bob Spicer... Said that day it was a man named Bob Hoker. Well, a man named Bob Hoker didn't mean nothing to me. I said I'd like to see his painting. I'd like to see what he has been able to paint. And so, I got one of Bob Hoker's paintings. Okay. I sat down from the very day I came in this business, and I analyzed it. Now, this happened to be in 1977. It doesn't matter. I just started in 1974. It really doesn't matter. But I sat down and I decided I wanted to paint this painting okay i sat down in my office and every day i looked at this painting pretty soon it became my reality of what i could accomplish in life and set my standard of excellence high enough that i would encourage my mind to begin to stretch and as my mind began to stretch my abilities begin to stretch. My capabilities begin to stretch. Everything started growing up, rather than growing down. So I remember one night back in 1975, I got in front of the group and said, "You know, someday I'm gonna have a full page." None of them believed me, but I did. Because there it is. I took Hoker's name off, put my name on. <laughs> <laughs> is that that's believable? Then 45 supervisors. Well, I told the group that night. Listen. I'm going to have 45 supervisors on my bonus recap. Every morning I got up, every day I looked at that. Now, I didn't look at all the little discouragements that came down the pike, and I didn't look at all the people who said no, and I didn't look at all the things that were happening. I looked at this. This is what I wanted. Now, if you want to be a painter and you say, oh, by golly, I'm too poor to buy the paint," there's another block on top of the resistance, right? I haven't got time, there's another block on top of the resistance. I'm too old, there's another block. I'm too young, got too many kids, I haven't got time. You just stack them on there. I didn't stack them on there. This is what I wanted. I wanted to paint a masterpiece. Something of excellence that I could leave my kids and leave my wife if anything ever happened to me. So, would you believe I created one sheet? Would you all believe that? Created one sheet. Well, if you can create one, you can create two. There's no difference. It's your thinking that's screwed up. Two sheets. Well, if I go and create two, you create three. Create three, and create four. you know that? Create four, and create five. Then you can get six. Then you get seven. Then you get eight. You get forty-two thousand a month. The lady said to me, Jim, nobody's worth forty-two thousand a month. Ah, but that's not the truth. How many pay 42000 for Michelangelo? Huh? Right. The degree of excellence. But the standard is the same. Now, the point I want to make to you tonight as we start into this thing, the standard of excellence that you have selected for your life is what somebody will pay for that standard of excellence. Now, if you have selected a $3,000 supervisorship, I'll give you a year and you'll be 1500 that will be your standard. If you can't think a little bit bigger, the world will not pay you anymore. And it's very typical when everybody started the same in 1970, and nothing changed all the way across. Everybody starts the same in shackling, but very few people will have ever accomplished 200 supervisors. Why? Because very few people have ever thought of accomplishment like that. Why? Because they didn't have anything to paint. Their vision was so small that what it end up doing is going around in a circle and ending up right back at the same place because nothing changed. I just hope tonight, as I go through this phase of this program with all of you tonight, you must, from this day forth, set you a standard of excellence. You must work at that standard of excellence. You must see what you visually want to accomplish. We felt if we could put this thing together in five or six or seven years, this beautiful painting, it'll go on to feed my kids and my kids' kids. It'll earn us millions of dollars. It'll give us everything we wanted out of life. We can help a lot of people. But we had to see what we wanted. Is that clear at all? Huh? You see why you do 3,000 TV in reverse? You'll never be at the top. You'll always be somewhere below. And I learned the lesson one day sitting home watching Vic Cabot when one Chinaman stood up there and said I was afraid of going through the floor and my first thought was I would be afraid of hitting the post. And he said I never saw the post. See, I never saw 3,000 PV. I never saw 3,000 PV. I've always thought 10,000 PV. I can do... I can do 7,000 and not even open the shop up. Why? Because my standard's not 3,000. My standard's always been 10,000. I thought 10,000 from the very beginning. Whatever you can convince your mind of will happen. Now, fellow said me one night, he says, your mind, your mind is like the sun. And do you know, scientists now believe that the mind has the same energy as the sun? Did you know that? And we go through life putting cold water on it. So don't produce. I've always had to see whatever I wanted to accomplish. Okay? Always had to see. So if I want to accomplish something, I've always wanted to see it. Bob Holker had an unfortunate position. He had to lead the way. So he used to take the Monticello telephone book and used to page through it. And he said, someday I'll have an organization as big as this Monticello telephone book. I believe he will. See, where's your telephone book? What standard are you thinking about? Don't ever think 3,000. Don't ever think 4 for coordinator. Don't ever think 9 for key. Don't ever think 15 for master. You'll never accomplish it. It's, it's mathematically impossible. You may, you may hit it, but you'll never accomplish it. Is That clear, everybody? Once you write down any questions, after we get all done, I'll stay here all night and answer questions. But I want to get through this, and then uh, some of you have to leave, and of course some of you have to go back to that lousy jobs you've got, and I, uh, I realize that, and so I, uh, I would not want to uh, keep you up all night. All right, now, something else tonight uh, I'd like to share with you. You know, back a few years ago, I realized that it was as easy to win as it is to lose if you understand that there are some constants in life. The Creator has given us some things that you can always count on. Like the sun coming up. Like his beautiful presence on this earth. Like the beautiful things that he's given us all around. You can count every spring, the buds bear forth. Every morning the sun comes up. He's given us constant things. Now, you can say, Jim, this year the buds aren't going to come. And, and you can stand out there and you can watch them come and you can bang your head against the wall and you can kick the dog and beat the wife and do all these things, but they come. Now, I don't know how many of you understand these laws, but you better use them instead of making work this work against you. There's two, things we're going to, two laws we're going to use tonight very, very carefully. One is called the Law of Averages. Now, this is so in-depth that uh, being so in-depth that it's a law that will work for you every single time. It will never, never, never fail if you work it. The only way it fails is when you bang your head against the wall and kick the wall and kick the cat and kick the wife and beat the neighbor up and everything else. They, the dying law don't work for me. It will work for you. Now, how many understand what an A is and what a B is? Huh? Anybody don't understand what an A and a B is? Now. For you people who don't quite understand it, an A is, of course, somebody we sponsored in for twelve fifty. We may not sponsor them in. They may knew where they were going. They may not know where they're going. Uh, you can't count on an A. A B, of course, is the ones that went on and built companies underneath of it. Now, I want to show you something interesting tonight. When you start out in this business and you begin to sponsor people, when you sponsor into your first generation, all right your first generation five percent of your bees will come out of your first generation is that good odd pretty poor isn't it that means you'd have to sponsor a hundred distributors to find five bees how many here sponsored 100? a hundred few of you have how many bees have you found <laughs> Now, listen, this has been run through a computer for three years, and this is fact. You're going to find 5% of your bees are the first level. When you move into your second generation, this jumps up to 9% of your bees will come out of the second generation. Y'all follow me? Now, when you move into the third generation, your odds jump up to 18% of your bees will come out of your third generation. Okay? As you move into the fourth generation, this jumps to 25% of your bees will come out of the fourth generation. Okay? You all with me? I sat with a couple the other night. They were frustrated, they've been building this business for a year, and they couldn't understand how come they hadn't found any bees. They've never got below the third generation. Terrible odds there. You can't win there, people, can you? There ain't no way to win there. 18%, a very low figure. Now, when your organization moves into the fifth level, this jumps to 37% of your bees will come out of the fifth level. Okay? now we're starting to get somewhere when you get into the sixth gener- the sixth generation one two three four the sixth generation this jumps to 55 percent of your bees will come out of the sixth generation now you're starting to be a winner right over fifty percent fifty-five percent of your bees will come out of the sixth generation when you move into the seventh generation this jumps to 78, 79% of your bees will come out of the 7th generation. Does this shock all of you? Huh? Does this shock you? I'm telling you the truth tonight. Now, when this thing moves into the 8th generation, this jumps to 91% of your bees will come out of the 8th generation. When you move into the ninth generation, in some areas you're going to jump over 100% of your bees will come out of the ninth generation. Now this is rather interesting, and I'm going to spend a little time with it with you tonight. Because this is the only way that I have won in this game called shakley and become successful, and will gross our first million dollars, is because I learned a long time ago, if you want to win, you've got to know what the score is and how to play the game. You realize las vegas makes millions and millions and millions of dollars every single year they don't even have to cheat all they do is what they play the percentages right now when you start building this thing you all see tonight where you build it at okay this is where the business has got to be built the sixth to the ninth generation I sat down and I analyzed every supervisor we had that had been in a year, and had been in two years, and had been in three years. The supervisors who had been in a year, who who took and taught, learned what I taught them, and had worked themselves down this generation were all coordinators. The ones who had worked shallow in their business were still struggling to get 3,000 PV. The classic example of how to become successful the law of average works, it'll work for you like it's worked for us, and when you start off in this business, this is where, this is where your companies are going to come from. Is that clear to everybody? Any question on that? It won't take you along. long look at the percentage. You've got to be over 50% to be a winner. You've got to have at least an equal shot at it. If you're going to have an equal shot at it, this is where you're going to have to take your people from. Now, an interesting philosophy. you all got that written down? You all know what I'm showing you. I want you to write down any questions you got because we could spend five hours on just this one topic. But I want you to understand, first of all, tonight, how important it is to stay in this business long enough so this starts to begin to interconnect itself and get down into here. Now, if you are a supervisor and you have been a supervisor one year, you've already lost 15 supervisors from non-developmental areas. If you have been a coordinator for one year, you've already lost 40 supervisors because you didn't develop what you had. Now, this is, this is fact, people. And when you've got an organization touching all these people and the possibility of this business, obviously anybody can become successful in Chackley. Anybody. If you understand some things that I'm going to go through with you tonight that's very, very important in this business. Now, I'm going to move on to the next topic, but I, but I want you to understand this thing. Now, the next thing I want to go through with you just a second. Let's suppose, everybody I start out in Chackley, I say, Jim, what do I got to do? And I tell them, I want you to start sponsoring across the top till you find three groups to start down. Okay. That's where you spend your time. Okay, and you work down into these groups. Those are three. I keep telling people, keep going across the top so you get three groups that get you into the second level. Then you go into the second level, which gets you into the third level. Once you get in the third level, you need to move down into the fourth level and down into the fifth. And when you get down in here, you're going to win. I'll tell you right now, you're going to start winning. And you can start to grow. And you can start to have businesses that you all would like to have. Because this is one of the facts about this business that will work for you every single time when you understand it. Now, I'm going to show you something rather interesting. Now, let's suppose you get down here and we're at the fifth, well, let's say the sixth level, and you hit a B. All right, you're in the sixth level. And you go underneath the sixth level. What are your odds of hitting three Bs? Huh? What are what's your odds in the 7th level?
4: 79 percent.
3: How many bees do you suppose you could find down in that level? Better than
4: 3
3: out of 4. Yeah. What happens if you find a bee here and then you start working down in here and you get down one more level? Now, let's suppose you work this program that I'm showing you today and you got down here and you got in the sixth level and you found your three Bs in that level and you start developing those three Bs. I'm telling you something. When you develop these companies, they need to be developed so they'll start earning you $1,000 a month within a year and a half. These companies will earn that for you if you've designed and built them right. When you get down here in the sixth level and you start to hit and you develop three beings here, and this guy right here quits, what have you lost? Huh? You gained. You ain't no loser. You're a winner. That's right. You won. Now, if you're going to play this game, you just as well understand you've got to learn how to play the percentages. If you're going to play the percentages, you've got to understand where you're going to find the percentages to play with. You're not going to build this business in the first three levels. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, you'll hit an occasional one. You'll get along and you'll sponsor and you'll hit one or two. You may get lucky. I had one couple that got lucky the first year and hit and hit two right on top. Now the only reason Jim and Mary Joe Burke win every year is because of the fact I understand how to play this thing. Okay? I know when I get down here and I find one I'm probably going to find five or six or seven down in here. And if I find five or six or seven hey that can't look pretty good don't it? Okay? You all with me? That all makes sense to all of you. Now. I want you to understand this. Now, going to one more step. Every year in Rapid City, we start out with seven programs. Okay? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, we start out with seven programs to build our company. Uh, Over the years, of course, we canceled a few out, but every year we start with seven programs. Now, each one of these programs is designed to get at people. I don't do training programs as such anymore. I know the name of the game is sifting through people, (laughs) okay? So I designed seven programs. If each program was 10% effective, could you come out the year winner? Huh? Let's say you found one bee out of each program. That's how many bees? Seven bees. Think that'd be a good year. Now, if you're running one program and it's ten percent effective, what have you got at the end of the year? A lot. Okay, you got a lot. You can't win without getting the odds on your side. It will not work. We have seven programs going right now. In fact, we almost got eight or nine programs going on. Each program will get us... Some programs we may get a goose egg out of. Some programs we may get 20% out of. We had one program last year we got 40-some percent out of. We had one program that got us 10. One was 5. One with 20. But when the year was over, we were winners. Now, you cannot build this business with one lousy or two lousy programs. There ain't nothing near that. Now, I'm going to talk about a couple of programs tonight that we are using. One of our programs is our direct mail letter I want to thank uh, you for this letter remember that letter you gave me now we've gone a little further with it we have two letters that go together with this return card Uh, every couple we start out in the business we send that they send out 20 of these a week for a year on here of course is this card now you can do it two ways I taught I instructed Jim and Shirley tonight how to use this card you can take my name off and you can put on there nothing if you'd like, leave this blank and give them to your people and then have them sign it and have them put the return card. This card is giving us 8 to 10% effectiveness. These cards are coming back. This has been one of the most super programs we've ever gotten a hold of. Nobody in the United States is using it right now that we know of, and it's given us unbelievable results. So when I start a couple on the business, uh, we start them out with 100 direct mail cards and letters. Yeah, mail them out to everybody you know in the united states then we've been buying lists and mail them out i've been mailing them out dead cold lists uh, geez with an area like you got in houston you guys you have a heyday down here now this is one of our programs all right along with this program we also use the prospectus you've all seen the prospectus that's another part of this program this is our direct mail program use this and this with the return packet you've all i think jim probably showed you our return packet that we're using Uh, This is our direct mail packet. So if a card comes back, this is what we send the people. This, uh, with the Forbes article, 33rd largest U.S. corporations, and a tape. Okay? Now, this program, we started this year, and we just had unbelievable results from it. Unbelievable results. And uh, the thing about it is we, we got everybody on it. Now, you don't do it one week. You don't do it two weeks. You're going to do it all year long. Now, at the end of the year, if you want to drop it, that's up to you. You can evaluate at the end of the year, the program may be 10% effective for you, maybe 20%, maybe 50%, but some people have had such tremendous results with this thing that I know it's going to be one of our top programs in the years to come. All right, second program we got is our A program. We've got programs designed for a balanced business, okay? One of our programs is called the A program. Now, uh, what do we do with that, uh, Jim, that packet? (coughs) A bit. <coughs> okay, uh, one of the programs we're doing right now is some of the groups on Saturday morning from 9 to 12 are running product awareness and uh, this has just been fantastic. They've gone through the, these nutrition awareness hours. This has been one excellent program. Some of the groups have had a, had a real good go with it. Uh, I haven't, it hasn't been one of my programs, but some of the groups have been having successful luck with them on Saturday morning uh, with a, a complete nutrition awareness hour, complete education in Chakri nutrition, and of course they've done this for all their distributors. Now, the other program of course we've got now is the farming program. This is going to be a multi-million dollar business for us, I want to tell you, and boy, we've, we've come on instructed our groups in it. Uh, there several things you can get right now. There's a, there's a beautiful 72 tape slide presentation. Uh, Mr. Crochine put it together up in Green Bay, Wisconsin on, on how to use basic H on farm soil. The beautiful results that it is. Oh, it's beautiful stuff. Uh, and I, I told Jim about Ray Kurtchen. He'll come in here and speak for you if you want him to. He's very reasonable right now. And of course, this, this program is we're really getting some go out of this program. Now, we've got another program going up there. Of course, is. Uh, once a month, uh, we all get together like this, all of our supervisors. We bring in all of our new assistants. Uh, one of the most powerful programs, of course, that, that we've gotten a hold of is that... Uh, let's say you all got together here in in jim and shirley's home once a month or once every other month whatever you want to have had a potluck bring all of your assistants in here so they can meet everybody What there's power in the togetherness of you all if you ever have an opportunity to come to rapid city for flying what do you guys think of that togetherness we've got up there terrific terrific, isn't it see it's powerful and of course we get uh, we've gone one step further now we've been flying people into rapid city but we started out by once a month we all got together We all respected our position in this business, and we had every one of our assistants come in to meet everybody. Well, you bring a new assistant into this group, they may not like you, but they may like this couple, or they may like this couple. Powerful people, and I mean to tell you, it is powerful. And so every month, boy, we got together, and we brought our new assistants into this beautiful group you got here. We let them meet everybody, rub shoulders with everybody, and so we all helped each other. And we all had the respect of each other's businesses, and it's one of the most powerful presentations. We cracked Rapid City with it. And it wasn't long, of course, we just started to swell with it because everybody liked being around everybody in in the social part. We pinned our assistants. We let them talk that night. We made sure they got recognized. You might not like that program, but it's been very, very effective. Now, something that's going around the United States right now that was started by a couple that we got first level down in uh, Tallahassee, Florida, is a program called the Wholesale Sponsoring Book. And this probably has been one of the finest programs that we've seen. I'll tell you how it works. You've all known what a one-to-one recruiting book looks like. Well, this couple put together a wholesale sponsoring book, which has just been fantastic. And what they do, they've got a a deal just like you guys, a one-to-one presentation. What they do is they send out this flyer. And they send it out to a lot of people, would you like to save $20 a month on your products and use every month in your home? It's a real nice done flyer in here. And of course, you got a little note in the side, please give us a call or we'll call you. They call the couple, they go into their home, and they sit down and they wholesale sponsor them to save $30 to $40 or $50 a month. Now, this is the key to it all. they have got this one-on-one presentation, which is all put together. Okay, give Jim and Shirley are gonna copy this so you'll have it. Along with that, when they get all done with their presentation, what they've done is they've taken the, the uh, catalog and they've cut it up and they paste these items in here so there's a lot of color in the wholesale sponsoring book, a lot of color. And then they got a cost savings things in here so it shows the cost savings, tremendous cost savings in the product. When they get all done with the one-on-one, they give the couple this gift certificate that's redeemable in their office. All right, so the couple would bring the gift certificate into their office for a return of $3. Where they get sponsored in, and they start using the products at wholesale. Then they start them on this card, stretch your dollar, and they post their PV in this side. When the card gets to $120 PV, they get a $5 check back, okay? Now, the real kicker is, when you get these people sponsored, they start to use the products, you start them on the gift certificate, you start them on the 120 PV card, you hand them three distributor applications, three, with a paper clip with a check on there when they sponsor three distributors okay three distributors they get the 1250 back now each distributor that they sponsor you call them up and ask them if they got their free gift okay gosh we didn't know you get please come in the office and pick up your free gift okay when they come in the office pick up their free gift and some of them are giving away up to the new concept or some some item for around a dollar and a half. Then they start them on their cards. Okay? You do 120 TV, you get, you get $5. Okay, wholesale sponsoring. All right, here's three distributor apps. If you sponsor three people, we'll give you $12.50 back <laughs> for your three. <laughs> well, one lady ended up with 37 wholesale buyers in about three weeks because the chain went down. Started out with three, the three to three to three to three couple members you got to get them in your office this has been working so well I left Jim and Shirley a tape on this so you can listen to the tape Mike and, Mike and Alice right now their organization does the highest PV per supervisor in our whole organization they broke two groups off last month at 18,000 30 days or 90 days broke them off their groups have been running 7, 8, 9, 10,000 they've got two sponsoring books and this wholesale sponsoring book right now has been the key to their business We've got a lot of people who can go in and wholesale sponsors, set them up in the whole situation. And of course, with this whole program, now it's a whole program. Of course, it's been a tremendous thing. Well, this is one of our programs, okay? And, and now we started really using this program. And, and you may like it, you may not. I'm just offering you some ideas. But if I were you, I'd sit down and come up with seven programs designed your business around this year. Each program is going to give you so much success. Don't count it all coming from one program. I got a couple in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, we started them on the, on the direct mail cards. They moved to that town, didn't know one person, not one soul. And they started out with these and ads. And they're just going wild. They're just having a ball there. Then they moved to this program. Now they've got two or three other programs going. And their business is just coming, coming, coming right up the road. But the point I want to make to you is you're not going to win with one thing. Now another program that's worked super well for me is I I tried over the years to go into every new second level home and do a meeting, which got me of what generation then? Third generation. How effective are you in the third generation? 18%, right? Now, each one of my programs is designed to make me a winner every year. I run them all year. We commit to these things. We'll run all these seven programs all year long. When the year's over, I may drop two of them because I didn't feel they did what I wanted for me that year, but I'll add two more. When the year's over, people, I'm going to be a winner. I'm going to win every year. You ever walk into Las Vegas in a casino and they got blackjack, they got slot machines, they got craft tables, they got baccarat, You think they make it all at any one table? No. They make some at each place. But they're smart enough to know that if you get enough things going, you're going to win. Now, you people sitting here today, we want you to have what we got. I want you all winners. I want you all living like we live and having what we got. And this is the way we've won. I know I've got to build down in the fifth and sixth level. I know that. I know I've got to have seven programs going every year to get the results. I know that. I know each program I'm doing must get at people. This is a numbers business. If I get all of my groups sending these flyers out, and let's say you've got 25 in your group and they're sending out 20 a week, how many flyers is that going out in your organization? Think about that. If you've got 10 people sending 20 a week, that's 200, right? You think the odds are better than if just you're sending them out? Well, I had these things printed up, and I'll tell you, I had every person I got sending them out. Well, if I got 100 people sending them out, 20 a week, that's 2,000 a week. You think I could win this year? It don't matter what level I'm going to find them at, does it? See? I win. But if I send them out and don't teach my people to send them out, who wins? Nobody does. There ain't enough going out. Now, every program that we've got here, and I've got a lot of them, I want you to understand that, that every program that we've put together has been designed around getting a people and getting the numbers. When you first start in chapter, and you start to your first five, that's your responsibility. But by golly, at that, you got some help. If you give those people the program, and you've got five people doing what you're doing, that just multiplies yourself five times. Now, if, if you've got a, a, a little couple that comes in, sponsors in this business as an A, and all they want to do is use the product, and you hand them three distributors apps and say, you sponsor three people, you get $12.50 back, they might do that. And they give you three new distributors, that's in what generation? That's in the second generation, which increases it to 9% effectiveness. If, those, if the second generation does that, that gets you the third generation, which gets you at 18%. If you get in the fourth, that gets you 25% effective. You're going to start to win. You won't get frustrated. You won't think and worry about 3,000 PV and all that other of garbage. You've got an organization that's going to give you people. But you've got to be smart enough to use it. Is that clear to you Let My golly, it a lot, guys. I'll
4: kill
3: you. I mean, it is, it is fun to win. I'm a, I'm a poor loser. I don't know about you guys, but I hate to lose. Man, I hate to lose. And I like to come up a winner. So i got to use my head. i got to figure out how I can make all this thing work for old dumb Jim Burke. Never been in sales before. Two insurance companies refused me to get into business because they said you'll never make it. Why? Well, I hadn't figured out life yet. Now, all right, you with me, you Got this figured out. I can spend more time on this later on because I want to get through this because I know some of you are going have to have to go back home. But I want to get through this tonight with you. Well, we all start out right here. We all did. I did. You did. And we all get a little bit of stray on the ground momentum. Or well, you'll see some people, they'll get a big spurt and they'll get out here about three blocks and then they'll run into a wall. Uh, you'll get some people that get a half a block spurt. But we all get a beginning spurt, some further and some not so far, but eventually all of us have to start up the hill.
4: Okay?
3: Eventually we're all going to start up the hill. I care who you are, I care what kind of background you come from, I care how smart you are, you're going to have to start up the hill. Now there is a law that the Creator has given us, it's called the Law of Equal Reaction. How many believe in that law? Maybe you don't even know what it is.
4: Right, <laughs> hey, that's how the jet airplanes
3: fly across the United States, right? Now, how many believe that the energy needed to push this thing over has got to be to the point of getting it to move, right? I mean, I can, I can just go like that and I, I can't get it to go very far. If I put a lot of energy in it, it'll move, won't it? Huh? Because I get a payoff. Now I want you, I want you to understand tonight, I can push this wall over with enough energy. You believe that? Push it over too far, that <laughs> nice I can push this wall over. But the energy equivalent to get the job done is equal to what you're going to put into it. I mean, <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: now, I want you... Now, I want you to see an interesting facet tonight. For every reaction, there's an opposite and an equal reaction. That's the law. Now, you start out in this business, and you're going to get your beginning spurt. We're all going to get it. But eventually, you're going to start up the hill. Now, let's look at us having a car that weighs about 5,000 pounds sitting right here at the bottom of the hill. And man, we got to start pushing that dude up the hill. And man, you're you're excited, and you start to push this old car up the hill, and you're working at it, and you push it up to about here. push it up to about here, and you get up to about here, and you doggone, you get tired, and you start saying, oh, this business isn't going to work for me, and all of a sudden you start letting up, and the car will just flat and run right over you and put you right back down We start from. You've probably never been there yet. Put your shelves right back down. Right exactly where you start from. Now, you get a little smarter, and you think, by golly, you know, if I let up, the thing's going to run off over me, but if I keep the steady pressure on, you start down here with the car again, You keep the pressure on, you start to push, you start to push, you start to push, start to push, push, you get right about here and you let up and you start saying, oh, I can't make this business go, nothing's going right, and runs right over again. Then you get frustrated, you quit. Now, hey, here's how to win this thing, okay? Now, you start down here at the car. You start to apply the pressure, you keep the pressure on, You 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 keep pushing, you keep pushing, you keep pushing, you keep pushing, You eventually will get to the top of the hill. Now you're going to get a payoff. Now you're going to get everything back that you put in. And man, that thing turns around and starts down the hill. Man, you find three or four couples that get excited, and your business is going, and man, you're riding that car, and you're going down the hill, you're waving at everybody, and things are going great, you're smiling all the time, you're coming in here and saying, boy, long necker, this business is going good. And I tell you, you can't believe how it's going. You ride it right down the bottom of the hill. And these guys break away or quit, and here you are down to the bottom of the hill again. Then you come in, and oh my God, you can't believe, how that it is. Isn't this thing's terrible, and, you know, you're right back to where you start We Well, you've got your payoff. You're not going to get any more than you put in. So then you say, my word, I've got to push this car back up the hill again.
4: <laughs>
3: and then you stand back, and your wife's growling at you, and you see this thing ain't going to work, honey. And you're standing down here, and you know that car's sitting there. And, well, you start to push again. Now, these are the guys who got kind of a little second effort. And they start to push that car again, and they start to working on it, and they push up a little, further in, hill, a little further in the hill, a little bit further in the hill, a little bit further in the hill, a little bit further in the hill. And by golly, they get it back up the crest again. They're up at the top. Now, this time, you get a little smarter. And you know when your things are going the best, instead of riding the car down the hill, you come back and start the second car up. Because things are always easier when they're going the best, aren't they? And when you got two or three people building and things are exciting and things are starting to roll, that's not the time to ride it down to the bottom, that's the time to come back and start the second car up the hill. Now when the second car is coming up the hill and the first one's going down, when this one hits the bottom, you're going to have enough energy to take you almost up the top of the next hill. That's called momentum. The body in motion will stay in motion. The fourth hill, we became a master coordinator. Okay? The fourth hill, we became a master coordinator. Hey, I'm smart, guys. When things are going the best, I'm working the hardest. But I'm not going to ride with that energy going down there, you know. I'm going to come back up. It's easy to push the car when things are going good. Because your energy level's up. Then you can push like crazy. But when things are going bad, you start pushing the car. Oh, it's easy to quit. Easy to get your diaper down. World hates me. Good Lord forgot me. He didn't want me successful anyway. You understand this. If you will use your momentum you'll never lose your momentum. But if you use your momentum, you'll lose it. If you let it go back down to the bottom of the hill. I've seen it happen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. I'll I'll be talking to some of my first levels and they'll grumbling along, grumbling along, grumbling along. All of a sudden they'll hit two or three couples. And man, the things start to go and the things are exciting. And boy, I tell you, nothing bothers them then. They They could do anything. Six months later they're down to the bottom of the hill and everything's bad. That's something to remember. When things are going the best, you come back and start the second car up the hill. Because four hills, you'll be a master coordinator if you understand what I just showed you here. Okay? How much time have I got? What time is it? Ten, minutes. 10 o'clock?
2: Well as long as you I want. around? I've got five more minutes before it's ten o'clock. <laughs> Go to 10 or 10 or
3: okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through one other thing with you here and, and I'm going to break and let some of you want to go home, go home and I'll try to answer the questions I've created here because I, I don't want you to stay alone. But One other thing I want to share with you tonight. Uh, I don't know how many of you have seen the leadership scale. How many realize this is the leadership business? Okay, <laughs> this is a leadership business. And the scale goes from 0 to 20. Now, I don't know where you're at on the scale, but I want to share something with you. When you come in this business and you come in as a 5, you will only attract in 4s and 3s and 2s and 1s. You know that? Now, if you come in this business as a ten. You will attract some 9s, some 7s, some 6s, and lots of 5s, and lots of 4s, and lots of 3s, and lots of 2s, and lots of 1s. Wherever you come in this business as, it's what you're going to attract in. Now, the only way you can move up on the scale is realizing some things that I've given you tonight. But I want you all to know you will never recruit below you because you'll never find a 10 following a 5. It won't mathematically work. But you'll find a 5 following a 10. Now, if you come in this business and you sponsor somebody who is a 4, don't expect any more than a 3, and a 2, and a 1 out of them Because they won't get anything more than that. How many here feel you could sponsor in an 18-year-old kid? Very easily. Don't be too tough with it. See? Wherever you're at in the scale, you're going to be above his leadership capacity. But as you start recruiting up here, and if you feel you're a sick, is it hard to recruit a 10? Yeah. It's a battle to get a 10 to follow you. Now, so I don't know if there's ever been a 20 in the United States. Now, maybe uh, some of the presidents or some of the big generals or somebody in the United States could have been a 20. I, I don't know if man's been able to escalate himself up those heights. But I found over the years the reason that our business seems to grow the best and grow the fastest is, as we started growing up the leadership scale, we started attracting in more people from a larger variety. So I worked very hard on this. You can mentally tonight look at who you attracted into your organization, and you can just about race yourself. Now, if you understand this. Don't get frustrated with it. You understand this you can make it work for you as well as you make it work against you but you'll find over the years as your leadership begins to grow you're going to start the business will become easier because you'll start attracting in a larger variety of people now that's why sometimes it's easier to start with a 10 because you see this this is why a lot of times it's easier for me to fish in under a 10 many levels because I'll usually find something easier than fishing in underneath a tree I could spend a lot of time on this night and there isn't, there isn't a lot of time that's going on it, but I want you to understand the principle and the concept because it, it works. Everything in this world is led by somebody. You go to the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom, our kingdom. We're all led by somebody. And you're somewhere on this scale. And over the years, we had to realize we had to prove this scale. And as we improved it, it started going faster. So have you enjoyed it tonight? No. I've given you some of the secrets of success. Now it's what you do with them. Um, there's no reason, there's no reason that every one of you can't be where we're at. No reason at all. If you just take what I've given you tonight, chew it up, analyze it, set down, and make it a part of you. You've got to crystallize in your mind to think it bigger than you're thinking. You've got to realize you've got to play the law of averages. You've got to realize you've got to understand momentum. You've got to realize that you've got to have enough programs going that you can win with. You've got to realize that your distributors are going to have to have more than one or two programs going so they can win. And if you put all this in practice, there's no reason why you someday can't stand up and say, we're going to gross our first million dollars this year. Thanks an awful lot. <laughs>
1: I have no doubt that many of our podcast listeners needed to hear this session. My question is, did you have a paradigm shift? Do you realize that all of us in our minds have an acceptable income, a ceiling, a acceptable income for us as people, as human beings, as entrepreneurs? When the only thing that moves you forward or moves me forward from that thought process is inflation or the cost of living how do you ever expect to get ahead financially when your acceptable income level really never changes let me put it this way i, I worked at one time in my 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 career when i was a teenager for two dollars an hour would you work for two dollars an hour today would you I wouldn't. Why? It's not an acceptable income. Quite frankly, I'm not going to work per hour for anybody doing anything. And as entrepreneurs, we don't either. But even as entrepreneurs, how much our businesses earn in profits in our minds, we all have an acceptable income. And it's just easy, easier to express it in an hourly rate, talking about $2 an hour. Would you work for $2 an hour? What about $20 an hour? And if $20 an hour was an acceptable income level for you, what are the chances that you would ever earn $2,000 an hour? If $20 is acceptable, if a $100,000 a year business is acceptable, Hundred thousand dollars a year in profits. What are the chances that you would ever earn three hundred thousand or five hundred thousand? When you're involved with a business that has unlimited income potential, the timing is perfect. If you don't change your acceptable income mindset, you will never reach your full potential. Many of you know that uh, I'm encouraging our our team with uh, iHub Global. You know, don't even start the program if you can't see yourself, you know, giving away a hundred, a hundred players, uh, creating a hundred screens, which would mean a $10,000 a month income. You know, because I believe that's minimum, minimum goes. $10,000 a month. Because I also know that after you get to a hundred, you will prove to yourself that a thousand screens a thousand boxes given away is possible and a thousand screens will make you a millionaire. I believe we will have people on our team that will earn one million dollars a year, at least 10, at least 10, but only those, only those that take this training to heart and learn to break their barrier and think bigger. If you want to maximize your income, Find an opportunity that is timely. I cannot ex- express that enough. And if you've heard me any over the years, you've heard me talk about being in the right place at the right time. And I've shared the Success Magazine quote, you know, thousands of times. If people want what you're selling, you'll get rich. It's about timely. It's about the market. What does a market want? And I hope this this session. Uh, will help you increase your acceptable income levels. Break your barriers. Think bigger. Uh, this is Del Coward. Thanks for li- listening. As always, your comments and feedback are appreciated. Uh, I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you being here. I hope you enjoyed this session. Let me know. Uh, let me know what you thought about it. And I will be back with you next week for another new era of wealth building podcast session. Have a great week.
0: Did you enjoy this story? Then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit MLMSuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded, but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exists. Yet.